I played disc golf for the first time this Whoa. week. Oh, Real disc golf Lord. with you know the airborne Terminator and all that kind of stuff. Um, my review, I I had a great time. I thought it was really fun. Uh, there are also extremely serious people. So it was a work thing, and it was hey, does any if anybody is interested? He said. <laughs> He sent an email out. If anyone is interested, um, I, I love disc golf and I want to put together a little thing. We'll go out and do a little bit. Please, if you're interested, complete this short survey. The survey was one question. It said, are you interested in learning more about disc golf? <laughs> or, or it was, you know, do you want to yeah. participate in the event? And it's like, okay, my answer is yes. Then, uh... <laughs> Well, it feeds right into a spreadsheet that way. It's pretty nice. <laughs> I'm sure he had a graph and everything, but we did that. Bar so graph. Was, he's he's been into disc golf for 36 years, maybe. Um, uh, disc graph. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, he's been into disc golf for a long time, and he also, since there were supposed to be a dozen or so of us, he had a friend come along who was also into disc golf, and boy, is he into disc golf. Um, <laughs> so he says, uh, you know, I used to be into soccer, I used to be into running. But man, once I found this, this is it. You know, I was, I would just be in my neighborhood just throwing a Frisbee at signs, trying to hit a pole or trying to hit a sign. <laughs> and someone said, did you know there's a whole thing called disc golf? And I was like, wait, what? And ever since then. <laughs> what? Oh my I God. tell you what, when I was a kid, I used to love using a rag to brush up bits of leather until I realized you could do that on people's shoes. I was just shoe shining yeah. rocks for yeah. years. I'm a natural. Yeah. So was this guy wearing like a headset with a microphone on it as he's like walking back and forth giving his presentation about disc golf? <laughs> yeah, for discgolf.com. Yeah. When you said he used to, he, he would walk around and throw us a disc at things i assume that you meant like oh that's once he got into it he couldn't get yeah. enough of it he was even doing it then in the backyard i thought that's what he was gonna say too he and then it was like nope then they told me there's a thing called disc golf <laughs> it's like <laughs> i invented the sport really i mean in, in a way i invented it it's like from some uh 1800s movie or like sorry early 1900s where there's some guys out in a like stutz bearcat out in the field and they see some farmer with a stick and a rock and he throws up a rock yeah. and then blaps out a home run <laughs> yeah. across the fence and they're like well, say, can you do that again? <laughs> well, this mister? <laughs> By golly, Jenkins. <laughs> By the Cincinnati Red Stockings have themselves a new, uh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all play Stickstone, too? Not enough people do that to you, even though you come back week after week. Um, so there, well, that was. We've already right, hypnotized well, them, man. We just—it's not—it's not like it's under their control. Uh, I don't know. Don't you? Do you ever do that to any other things that you own that you're like, all right, like when your machine starts working, like you want it to, or something? You go, come on, girl, let's mm -hmm. go. Um, the way that you treat things—that's yes. how we should treat old Captain Travis. These things, is definitely the audience. Thing. It's one of one of my favorite. All right, let's get into some killer fucking content. Advice columns part two. Advice columns part two. Dear Penthouse Forum, I never thought this would happen to me. I'm doing a podcast uh, on advice columns part two. Previously, you know, that was a wind-powered boogaloo. We plugged that fucker in and this bitch <laughs> is electric. 
mm-hmm. wind power. Now, wind power famously is not electricity. It's not the same thing. It depends. Is, is a boat with a sail wind-powered, Grant? Ah, okay, 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 okay. Uh, it's the same as electric. The wind is electricity. Wind, and now electricity, we've proved equivalent. today equivalent on forces. Free Legal Advice Podcast. Free Legal Advice legally. Science. Legally, wind is electricity. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, scientific establishment, but this is what happened. <laughs> and you can take them shits to the bank. Mm-hmm. Bam! All right. So, Einstein would be rolling in his wind-powered grave. <laughs> That's what powers the rolling device. <laughs> oh, Side man. note, when you bury me, make sure to install a rolling device so that when something that I disapprove of happens, you can go over there, turn the crank, roll me over. It's just a windmill, and then there's a pulley underground in the you know. The, hey, you don't even grave. have to do it. Mm-hmm. It's like a rotisserie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, set it and forget it. <laughs> set my grave down in there. And then forget me, please. This is like some hobo, you know, puts some wieners over his, his jungle fire, and then he ties, like, has a dog chase around the can, and it, helps, <laughs> it like, turns a crank, and then that, that rotisserizes it, you know? This is, this is it's just like, some good hobo moves yes. there. That's exactly what I was thinking. Hey, uh, <laughs> free, little Captain Travis, the listener, if you guys have a podcast and you have a light topic, just get Grant going on oh, something. Yeah. Man, this that is, is my I don't expertise. even know what time we started. We started hours ago. Yeah, this, this the episode's um, over. Matt, finish it up. But unfortunately, this is dense as a fruitcake packed with little gem-sized nuggets. I got all kinds of content. You, you won't be able to cut a slice of this episode <laughs> without hitting a content. <laughs> Believe you me, let's get into it. We're going to read from some of the best advice columns from the internet, some of the most interesting ones or stupid ones. And then, of course, we professional advice givers will give advice. And hopefully that person listens to this podcast mm-hmm. some years after they've written in to an internet and or newspaper advice column. Let's jump into this. Let's start in the workplace, folks. Uh, someone wrote into askamanager.com. It's a common one we've been using here. I'm going to read what they wrote, and then you guys can weigh in. So they write in, dear, whatever, you know. I have a name that's pretty common, but has multiple pronunciations. I pronounce my name the less common way, and usually when I meet new people, they pronounce it the more common way. When I try to kindly correct them, oh, I actually pronounce it Kara, not Kara. More often than not, people push back. Well, all the Karas I know pronounce it the other way. Or, that's weird. Or, well, I wouldn't spell it that way if I pronounced it like that. I try to be patient, but this annoys me to no end. Partly because I'm 100% sure I'm spelling and pronouncing my own name correctly. (laughs) Partly because I have this conversation no less than once a month for 20 years. I know people don't love being corrected, but I do my best to clarify kindly with a smile. And I struggle to keep that smile when the umpteenth person in my life tells me my name is weird. I don't want coworkers' first impressions to be, of me to be woman who has no sense of humor about her name. So more often than not these days, I just don't correct them and skip it. But then if they find out, uh, they get annoyed that I didn't correct them sooner. I feel like I can't win. Any advice for language I can use to correct mispronunciations and shut down pushback without getting defensive it's especially challenging when someone like my grand boss or senior executives tell me how I should pronounce my name. What the fuck is a grand boss? <laughs> grand boss? Thank you, it's, Corey. Uh, it's, the, uh, it's the son of the son of a great grand boss. <laughs> yes, well, she works go. in the Ku Klux Klan, right? <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Grand Dragon never the pronounces Grand my Wizard name correctly. Yeah. Even David Duke said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first instinct is I was going to say stop hanging around assholes because who tells people how their name is? Like, yeah. no, you're wrong. That's not it. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're wrong. Yeah, maybe uh, I would yeah. think like Kara, really. But then, okay, yes. well, that's your name. <laughs> Yeah, I'm that's where be I like, started no. to walk it back because I'm like, I know I have judged people for that because it's like your name. That's, I know how yeah, Casey is spelled. But, um, <laughs> but I don't think I've ever said that to them. Who says that? Who I'm would gonna say? Judge no, them. I'm not, not going to say it out loud. That's not it. You're wrong. We may, be, we may have split decisions here because as an owner of the less common spelling of Corey, uh, I have definitely got a lot of like, what? No, of course it does. I was like, there's no E in it. They're like, mm, pretty sure. Uh, this is like when filling mm. out forms. You spelled your name wrong. No, it's just the four letters. <laughs> uh, it's got an E in it. Mine doesn't. Sorry. Anyway, I was just going to say, the grand boss thing was the real problem. Get out of the yeah, clan. I, I, I agree. <laughs> Get out of the clan. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, you're trying to figure out, like, how to, uh, how to correct people who mispronounce your name, which is a very odd pronunciation and or spelling. I think... You need to be complaining to your parents about yeah, this. Yeah, I used yeah. to really get annoyed about like weird names because for some reason to me they don't make sense. But of, then at then it's also like Ben. Most people are named these like odd spellings and just let it go, dude. So I let it go. On the other hand, this proves my fucking point that like look what you've sentenced this person to do. Mm-hmm. They can never hi I'm Kara. How what? It's or when they see it they go hi Kara. Uh, it, no, it's actually. No, I- you have to do that. All, she has to do that all the time. It's driving her crazy. And it made her say grand boss. It's, <laughs> look what it's, it's done. It's driven her to she grand like boss She thinks her boss is her daddy. <laughs> she thinks her boss is her dad. She, and his boss is her grandpa. <laughs> she probably hugs him. My God. And gets him presents and stuff. Well, if he gives the words, Werther's originals, I don't. Th- what other choice does she have? I mean, that's, what, that's the correct response. In her review, he tussles her hair and gives her a Werther's. Yes, that's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, hang in there, Kara. Yeah, hang in there, Kara. You'll get through it. <laughs> Excellent. Her okay. yearly review is a card with a $5 bill in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got another work one coming up here. So uh, good advice all around. Uh, perfect advice. So this next one, also ask a manager. I work in a very clicky office where I'm just not in the main click. I have a coworker who's sort of the same boat, and we've bonded over it, but she's still more in than I am. These people tend to organize outings outside of work to which I am not invited, but where, as far as I can tell, they include everyone I work with. I've just sort of been ignoring it, but now they keep talking about their plans, how much fun they have, etc., while I'm in the room. Look, I understand if you don't want to invite everyone, though it's still quite hurtful, frankly. But can't they at least keep it a secret if they don't want me involved instead of rubbing it in my face? I feel like I'm in high school again. For the record, I'm in my mid-30s. And I feel like crap. Look, on the spectrum, I know that means I will often have to deal with being the outsider. I'm sorry, I'm on the spectrum, so I know I often have to deal with being the outsider. But this just seems unnecessarily cruel. Am I overreacting? What do you think, folks? I like how their take is... How dare you go on with your lives? Either treat me like shit or involve me in your stuff. Or lie behind like, my back. I'd rather you... Yeah. <laughs> this gray area is killing me where we just work together and uh, you have your own life separate from me. Either rub it in my face or... You complain that everyone's in a clique, so I formed a clique with the other people who aren't in the clique. 
you you got a click. It's just a smaller click. Yeah. But then they invite even some of those people to this. To me, you somehow missed the invitation. There was an open invitation at some point or something because they're not just going like, and then we'll talk about it. We'll invite everyone but her, but don't, but then we'll talk about it right next to her. They're wondering probably why you didn't come. If everyone like, is talking about it, they don't feel awkward about it, right? So you have license to mm-hmm. say, hey, what are you guys up to? You know, uh, you know, what are you doing this weekend or whatever? And that sounds fun. I would like, yeah. you know, you can have that conversation. They rub it in my face by writing it on a tiny card and putting it in an envelope on my desk with my name <laughs> on it, telling me when they'll be there, where they'll be. Yeah, yeah. they're just rubbing it in. They're even telling me yes. when they're meeting, where, yeah. how to get there, to where they're registered. God. Oh, they're putting up posters around the office, meeting for happy hour across the street. Sarcastically yeah. saying, see you there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, I've uh, I've seen this kind of thing happen before. So, uh, in short, also, yes, you're, uh, you're a bastard. Yeah, uh, they're different, and don't be different. It's You're stupid. That's why they don't Thank like you. Exactly. Anyway, Thank go exactly. on. Um, we have a bunch to get through, folks, so uh, we don't have time to cater to different weirdos. Yeah, let's, let's not, let's not right. invite them to our podcast. Got another workplace one. This is another Ask a Manager one. I am the manager of a customer service team of about 10 to 12 people. Well, a couple months ago, I noticed something odd that my team and other employees in the building started doing. They would see each other in the hallways or break room and say, quack, quack, like a duck. I assumed this was an inside joke and thought nothing of it and wrote it off as playful silliness or thought I perhaps missed a moment on a recent TV show to which the cracks were referring. Fast forward a few months, I needed to do some printing and our printer is in a room that can be locked by anyone when it's in use. Um, blah, 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 blah. The door has been locked, or the door was locked the entire day, and this was around noon. And as a manager, I have a key, so I thought someone just forgot to unlock it. So when I walked in, there were two of my employees on the couch in, uh, in the copier room having sex. I immediately closed the door and left. This was last week, and as you can imagine, things have been plenty awkward between the three of us. I haven't addressed the situation because of a few factors. One, this was both on their lunch hours. And two, they were not they were not doing this on the clock. They had both clocked out. I immediately checked. We have an understanding that you can go or do anything Clearly. on your lunch that you want, as long as you're back after an hour. Also, as you mentioned in one of your last letters last week, the person who overheard their coworker involved in adult activities... These people are adults and are old enough to make their own choices. But that's not the end of the story. The same day after my team had left, I was wrapping up and putting a meeting agenda on each of their desks for the next day. Out in broad daylight on the guy's desk, one of the employees I'd caught in the printing room, was a piece of paper that at the top said Duck Club. Underneath it, it had a list of locations of places in and around the office followed by points, such as 25 points, president's desk, 10 points, car and parking lot. 20 points, copier room. So here's my theory about what is going on. <laughs> my I think theory. Right. Theory? This A real Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. it's a study in Scarlet here. <laughs> this duck club uh, is, is a club people at work, okay, uh, where people get points for having sex in these locations around the office. <gasps> I think that this is Whoa. also where the quacking comes into play. <gasps> Perhaps Wait this a is minute. Some, <laughs> That's a stretch. Perhaps this is some weird mating call between members to let them know they want to get some points. And if they quack back, they meet up to score. The two I caught had been quacking before. I know this is all extremely weird, and I wasn't even sure I wanted to write you because of how weird it is, and I'm a little embarrassed. 
I have no idea what to do. As I mentioned above, they weren't on the clock when it happened. They're adults. And technically, I broke a rule by entering the copier room when it was locked. It would have never caught them if I had obeyed the rule. Uh, How could the only that company be a rule? rule <laughs> the only company rule I can think of that they might have broken is using the copier room for other purposes, preventing someone else from using it. I would love to know what your opinion is. I tend to sweep it under the rug because I'm kind of a shy person and would be emba- extremely embarrassed to bring it up. What do you think, guys? What I have a question for think? this manager. Are you hiring? You're the coolest <laughs> back yes, Please. How can I work I for called you? employees fucking on the premises, and I think I did wrong. I think, yeah. that one's I think on it was me. my yeah. fault you know, somehow. It was kind Mostly of my fault my that fault. my employees were having sex on the clock in the office. You see, my dear Watson, my first clue came when they printed out an admission of their crimes. <laughs> <laughs> when they printed out instructions for exactly what they're doing. Uh, first, this is the greatest place to work yeah. because, first of all, lunch hour, no, no rules. rules. It's no, international no, lunch nothing waters. applies. Yeah. It's the international waters. Lunch is international waters. Lunch is international waters, Mary. But you can't come also, in here. Apparently, you can go into the copy room, lock it, and you can just do anything you want. The manager mm-hmm. can't come and unlock it to make a copy. Yeah. No. no, well, it was no, locked. We're on home Why base. Why would it need to lock? <laughs> Why would it ever need to lock unless people were using it to have sex should, inside it? I shouldn't be surprised that that... that... Why is there a lock on it? <laughs> okay, Ben said, um, our, copy mach- our copier room locks when it's in use. And I, my mind immediately went to like, okay, my advice is to hang out all day in the copy room because fuck everything else. You, you should just party in there. And then the next sentence was, people were having sex in the copy room. <laughs> <laughs> what was okay? Her, the reasoning, like, by the way, I skimmed it. It was our team has large volumes of printing they need to do, and it helps to be able to sort things in there by yourself, as multiple people can get their pages mixed up, and it turns into a mess. Nope, that I, mm-hmm. that's yeah. still <laughs> not. <laughs> That, that, that has nothing to do with the lock. Uh, oh, sorry. And only two people can fuck at once in there. No, I'm sorry. They <laughs> All right. Quick advice because we got more to get through. What, what's any, any advice to the manager? At everyone. You might get laid. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. I think that sums that one up. We got one more workplace conundrum to solve. I hope you guys are Let's up. Let's do it. Um, okay. So also ask a manager. I was hoping you would be able to help me with a conundrum I got myself into. I had been an expat since graduating and had been moving a lot. More than a decade ago, when I was still young, I was in a relationship with a woman, Sylvia, in a country where we both lived. She wanted to settle down, but I was not ready to commit. We clearly had different expectations from the relationship. I did not know what to do, and, well, I ghosted her. Over the Christmas break, while she was visiting her family, I simply simply moved out and left the country. I took advantage... (laughs) (laughs) I took advantage of the fact that I had accepted a job in another country and didn't tell her about it. I just simply... (laughs) I simply wanted to avoid being untangled in a breakup drama. I think he means entangled, but either way. Sylvia was rather emotional and became obsessed with the relationship, tracking me down, even causing various scenes with my parents and friends. I know, she's the weirdo, right? Anyway, anyhow, fast forward to now. I work as a math teacher in an international school. I have been in other relationships since, so Sylvia has forgotten history. Well, until now. This week, I learned that our fantastic director suddenly resigned due to a serious family situation and had to move back to her home country over the summer. The school had to replace her. We're getting a new director. I read the bio of the boss, Google her, and was shocked to discover it was Sylvia. We have not been in touch and do not have any mutual friends anymore. (laughs) I'm not a big fan of social media and didn't know what she was up to. Um, I have no idea what to do and how to deal with the mess. 
it's clear this will not only be embarrassing, but I will be reporting to my ex. I am not in a position to find another job at present. There are no other international schools, so finding a job in this country is not an option. Finding a job elsewhere is not possible on such short notice. These jobs usually open for some blah, 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 blah. To make the matters worse, the expat community is very small and tightly knit, so, and the teachers socialize a lot. Do you have any suggestions for me how to handle it and what should I do? I understand that this would not have happened if I didn't ghost her, but there's nothing I can do about that now. I gather from the comments that readers usually have a go on people like me for bad behavior, but I'm really mm. looking for constructive comments how to deal with the situation. <laughs> so I know people usually shit all over me, but don't do it for no reason for being whatsoever. A bad person and leaving the country without telling her <laughs> and planning ahead because I had already gotten a job in another country. <laughs> By the way, a job that he's like, hey, you can't just get these on the. These take months to get. Like, dude, you, this. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, good yes. point. Took you a year before you were out of that relationship because you were just uh. waiting for the interviews to be done. Like. So she comes back from Christmas break and the apartment is empty. Like, what <laughs> tracks me down <laughs> like I've been kidnapped because I didn't leave a message and moved out to a different country? Yeah. By the way, by the way, this is the, like, I'm, this is the ultimate payback. Absolutely. <laughs> this is the mm. ultimate revenge. Yeah. So my hey guys, this is, is really not this. fair to me if you think about it. There's really, <laughs> I'm in a bad position. Something has been done to me that I can't do anything about and it's really wrecking me. <laughs> I suggest you start filming this or blogging because I want to hear every bit every day as uh, this yeah. uh, drives you into mm. madness. I hope she just I hope she can't remember your name on purpose. Just something cutting <laughs> and just drives you mad. This yeah. is an Edgar Allan Poe story. Yeah. In she gets to just fuck with <laughs> you like, the and like she can yeah, pretend that she doesn't even know you. Okay, quick advice. What should he do? Um, grow a mustache, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pronounce Grant your name mustache. differently. It's uh, Kara. Maybe goatee. <laughs> Goatee, all right, I like it. Matt, Look, any advice? Believe in guy? yourself. You've done it before. You you can do it again. Get the hell out of the country. <laughs> Roll them bones, yes. baby. Let it ride. <laughs> yeah, pull yourself up. I don't, who are you talking about? I don't know. Who, who are you? <laughs> Act like you have no country. idea who the fuck she is. I have no idea who you are. Just say, like, you know what? We were different people back then. It's awkward meeting like this. Give me one minute. And when you go to the bathroom to put some water on the back of your neck, kick the window out, down the drain pipe, and off to a yes. new country. <laughs> that, uh, uh, his, Believe history in yourself. shows you've got at least a few years before she catches back up with you in the next. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Stay in the head yeah, of you, it. Can put a few, you can put some distance between you. Let's kick that can down the road. <laughs> <sighs> Great. Hey, well. Work's over, huh? It's five o'clock, baby. Let's head home. Yeah. So let's go for some relationship advice. Ooh. Yeah. This is hot, spicy and relationship advice from Slate.com. A lady writes in, My husband and I have been together for seven years, married for two. He's a fantastic conversationalist and a devoted and loving husband. The problem is that over the past year, I have definitely noticed my husband becoming more, how do I say this, bizarre. Bizarre in a someone's dorky dad kind of way. He's 39, I'm 30. His behavior is not as weird when we're at home, but whenever we are out, he laughs at his own stories as he's telling them, does awkward little dance moves in public, and makes weird or childish sound effects in restaurants. And just recently, I overheard him telling a story about himself in the third person at a pool party. He never used to be like this. I watch other people looking embarrassed while interacting with him, and it's killing me. I'm finding myself being embarrassed of my husband the way a teenager would be embarrassed of their dad. 
is there a way I can bring this up without hurting his feelings? Do I have more of a responsibility to accept the behavior the way it is instead of asking him to change? I do love him, but I'm starting to feel that I can't take him anymore. The first thing you need to know, this was not written by my wife. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Are we yeah, the age sure? disparity isn't right. Right. The age disparity is not right. I do many Otherwise, dance moves in public and We private. get along well, and he has a podcast with his brothers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's the, the way that um, Corey earlier said, asked the, the manager if they were hiring because they want to work for them, I want to ask this person, uh, can I hang out with your husband? Because he sounds like a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Just over there, like... Telling your own jokes in the third, you know, telling stories in the third person. Making noises. Like purposefully embarrassing all of your loved ones. That sounds awesome. Whom amongst us hasn't laughed at their own stories? Whom? But also, who doesn't love to embarrass everyone, you know, like purposefully embarrass your, your, your spouse or loved ones? I mean, it sounds like she's dating Bill Cosby 1984 from The Cosby Show. (laughs) <laughs> like this is yep. he's making noises and like doing weird embarrassing dad stuff so your advice is watch out for the drinks that he my advice said. is like <laughs> yeah. uh, he's probably guilty so he's got skeletons in his go. closet get money and get out where you don't can. fight it uh, good point alright she's dating Bill Cosby that's a good point um, plus side great sweater collection that's true there's a silver lining to every cloud ladies and gentlemen <laughs> that's my advice <laughs> okay, um, I got another one. I'm sorry I did not write down what website this came from. Okay, it's hard to believe, but I think my husband is trying to poison me. <laughs> part part of me worries that I'm paranoid and maybe imagining it, but the fact presents the facts present a different story. I suspect he's putting something in my coffee. I notice it smells funny, and when I drink it, my eyes get super puffy and swollen. I also su- suspect he's adding stuff to my lotions and bath products which created brown discolorations on my skin. My legs look as if they're covered in snake skin. My arms are dry. And the same with my shampoo. It's making my hair extremely dry. These are expensive high-end products that I know from experience work very well. My suspicions have been further aroused since he started ranting about me using chemicals. I've now switched to drinking tea, have left decoy shampoo and skin products in the bathroom, and hidden my good products. Last month, I purchased a small camera and hid it in the bathroom, but I think he discovered it and deleted the files, so I moved it to a new location, and he put something in front of the lens. I need help. I've been married to the man for 11 years. I don't know what to do. I'm freaked out. I have a successful career and own significant assets. He doesn't work. Obviously, if he wanted to kill me, he's had plenty of chances. So my questions. Can you suggest a camera that might be more user-friendly and easily concealed? (laughs) <laughs> that's that's. Do real... you know a good lab where I can send the products to have them tested for tampering? Should I go to the police before I have proof? Okay. Oh, this was L.com. Oh, my murder? This was L from L.com. Um, Do okay. I need to be murdered before the police will believe I'm, me? I am very interested how, how this goes, what, what your thoughts are here. Okay. This was parroting... Um, Something a friend of mine, like a friend of a friend's, like, uh, you know, not not friends of mine, but people that I knew. Uh, the wife was selling some sort of pyramid scheme, like uh, shampoo stuff, and it was making her hair fall out, and she started blaming the husband, thinking he was putting something in it. But then when this person got to owning significant assets and not having, uh, and the husband not working, I immediately thought, no, he's now trying to kill you. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. So, uh, so my husband's trying to murder me now. What age, what kind of resolution do you recommend on the camera now? Do you, yeah. do you want a battery backup Film on speed. the camera, or do you just internet storage? What's the... 
Is GoPro a brand or the type of camera? Like, what am I That's looking for? That's her problem that she's trying to solve. Yeah, we got this fun, like, back and forth kind of thing going where, you know, he, we're trying to kill <laughs> each other. And I, you know, he tries to kill me. I try. I put. I set up a camera I, I and he him. sets up something in front of it. And, yeah. It's one of those situations. I, to me, I, it's it probably, uh, maybe, maybe this reveals about my psyche, but I'm like, you know, how do you know that you 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 think the coffee tastes funny and some weird shit you're putting on you makes your skin dry? Um, you don't know that he is for sure. That stuff, it's like, well, you, are you insane? What's wrong with you? And right. then like, well, I set up a camera and he kept tampering with it. I'm like, oh, well, okay, well. well. <laughs> okay, I set up a camera and it didn't catch anything, so I think he might have deleted the files. It just said, I think he might have deleted it. Yeah. So I put it right. in a new place and he put something in front of it. It's like... So he's oblivious to your hidden camera and put something in front of the lens. It's entirely and, and, possible. Right. I don't know from what she's given me if, if she's just like doing it like that. Or really, it's like, no, no, no. This was camera and he put something in front of lens. Or, and yeah, no, no, no. There were, there, I, even the test thing that I recorded was on there, or is, is not on yeah, there. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. There, there could I don't know from be, what she yeah, said. Just from I what ass- she said, it, it, could, it could be innocent. That's I fair. assume your next letter is going to be, you know, dear L, my wife and I have a great relationship, or at least so I thought. She has many assets, she's really successful, and she doesn't care that I don't work. She lets me stay at home. Everything was fine until one day I found out she was recording me and I found a camera yeah. in the back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because that's come a th- out okay. of the blue. I have significant assets and he doesn't work. If I knew someone like that, I'd be married to her right now. Yeah. I, I don't want to work. I don't want to work. Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm going to kill her? Jesus yeah, keep Christ. that gravy train rolling. Man. No way. Per, per, whatever the noise a caboose makes on the gravy train. I don't know. <laughs> I'm having a whistle installed, bitch. I got nothing else to do all day. I think uh, I need to recuse myself because I'm going to try to murder him so that I can marry his rich, yes. rich, rich, dow- <laughs> his rich widow wife. <laughs> this, this, that's a hobo's dream, don't you know? <laughs> the I'll be rich living widow. a good life. Back behind the pool while she's making me pies. <laughs> that is my fucking life. God damn. Hope my wife can dream. So, man, you can do two teeth. Can you do one tooth? <laughs> <laughs> I can, but, uh, but we got to move on. We got to move on. That was two okay. teeth. Okay. All right. Okay. So we're, I, I got to recuse myself from weighing in on that one. All right. Here's another one. Uh, another relationship. This one, dear Prudy, slate.com. Uh, My mom's first love died recently. The plan for his remains is to take them to be cremated and then for his current wife to keep them in an urn. My mom wants to take some of the ashes from the urn and then take them out to their old spot and scatter them, assuming she can do so without alerting his family and thus adding to their pain. She thinks it will help her mourn and that it would not do any harm to the family since she will only do it if she can be sure they won't find out. I think it is disrespectful to his remains, and if he wanted his ashes to be scattered someplace, he would have talked about it. Should I stop her? Is this strange? Is this a strange but okay reaction to the death of someone important to her, or should I encourage her to seek other ways of mourning? Oh, you should encourage her. I want to see this happen. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Grandma Cat Burglar in to steal some of uh, Grandpa's remains to spread it on the old apple orchard or whatever the hell is happening. I'm this is someone she used to date. She did, just someone that, she used to date. Yes. She this was is, in love yeah. with this guy a long time ago. Now he's yeah, been long married. I really married. want to see it. Yes, yes. That makes me even more want to see it. Yeah. Because she's going to be bad. She's going to get caught. And it's going to be like, so uh, so you were stealing my husband's ashes because you used to like him back in the day. Uh-huh. Keep talking. We're recording this. 
Look, those are in the vows that you take when you first start dating someone. <laughs> that you get for till death parts you, you you have access to any urns or ashes or uh, you know body parts of loved ones. Till you death. bake me a couple of them pies, you can have all the matches you want. <laughs> I want to know what their spot is. I hope it's like a diner or something, and she's just going to like dump out some ashes on a table in the diner. <laughs> nope. Uh, and I'm going to make the... And, and yet another one of these references, the spot where they used to love is a pro wrestling ring, and she's going to blow them like the great Kabuki, right in someone's <laughs> eyes. The black mist. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. One more relationship advice. So this was uh, another Dear Prudy. My girlfriend and I are having a disagreement. I proposed to her the following hypothetical situation. Would you rescue from fire and certain destruction the last surviving copy on earth of the complete works of Shakespeare or a single puppy? My girlfriend says that she would rescue the puppy because the puppy is a fellow living being. She is highly educated and claims to have great respect for Shakespeare, but I think my girlfriend's choice is the wrong one. I would rescue the Shakespeare. Not just because of the aesthetic enjoyment we get from reading his work, but also because of the moral insight it provides us, including possibly the insight that enables the concept of animal rights in the first place. Checkmate. I've, we've <laughs> argued about this a lot. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot take her answer seriously, but I find it rather disturbing nonetheless. She never rejected the hypothetical question out of hand or said that the two things aren't even comparable. She says that presenting a living conscious thing or pre preserving a living conscious thing is more valuable than preserving Shakespeare. My girlfriend loves animals, especially her poodle, and is a diehard vegetarian. I am, on the other hand, obsessed with Shakespeare and rather neutral <laughs> towards animals. What is the best way for us to defuse this situation? She loves her thing, and I love my thing, so it's right that I save my thing and that she also save my thing. What? I don't think she understands that I would let her thing burn to save my thing because it teaches me that her thing is important and deserves to not burn. Right. That's why I'd let it burn. I would burn her. I, I'm thinking of burning her poodle. Yeah, I would do a dramatic, uh, you know, reenactment of a Shakespeare, you know, act out a Shakespeare play, murder her poodle. Maybe it's Macbeth or something. And then at the mm, end go, see, it's moral. So I've taught you the moral mm -hmm. of the story. And she'll get it. She'll come around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh, this guy is a treat. All right, so there's an, you're a scientist, and space aliens come down for the first time, and you get to meet them, and therefore you get to name them. Now, uh, they have, they are purple and gelatinous with wiggling tentacles. Are they silly wigglebillies or jumping jewillikers? <laughs> I don't know, silly wigglebillies. You stupid bitch, you that's piece the wrong answer! Shit! <laughs> I can't take you seriously. <laughs> hey, hey! So if I was good, if I doused a puppy in Shakespeare, the works of it in gas, and I was holding a match, which one? The puppy? Seriously? Seriously, <laughs> yeah. the puppy? God, that's not you're a weird thing to ask. Idiot! Yeah, I'm not overreacting. You're shouting. Yeah. There, I did his whole side for us. I love yeah. that. That how obsessed he is. That surely this comes up. It, it, you know, weekly, if not daily, but like, can you imagine any interaction with them as a couple? Like, hey, double date, go out to yeah. eat, and he'll. So, 
should you get the pizza or the, or what's, what's better here, the pizzas or the burgers? I think the pizza, <laughs> but remember guys, she would take the puppy. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. you're gonna get the Caesar salad over Shakespeare. You're gonna get a Caesar salad here at this restaurant instead of the collected works, the last <laughs> final collected works of the bard. Flips uh, the table. Caesar, does your salad, does that come with tomato? Okay, I don't want that with tomato. And uh, so, here's a hypothetical situation. Would you, the waitress, <laughs> take? The waitress. <laughs> <laughs> So, and yes, your tip is writing on this answer. <laughs> so, hey, my advice is save the Shakespeare, save the puppy, burn the girlfriend. Let's move on. So let's talk about finance, baby. Let's make some money. Um, we're, we're good at giving financial advice. We do it all the time. So someone writes into, I don't know, maybe I didn't write it down. Mystery place. Um, so in the summer of 2011, my wife and I purchased a top-of-the-line Jopen vibrator, and I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing J-O-P-E-N. Anyway, a top-of-the-line Jopen vibrator. We used it a few times, and we're just beginning to really integrate it into our sex life when my wife died, uh, suddenly of a heart attack. The vibrator had nothing to do with it. Okay, thank, thank you. For that. that was my follow-up. More than now, more than a she year. She wasn't like, electrocuted by the Jopen Jack Flash. <laughs> that there were some problems. With, I heard that, that there was a recall, but it must have been a different model. Jopen uh, Jack Flash. Man, if they don't incorporate that in the it's a okay. gas-powered dildo, anyway. <laughs> Damn. The logo's great. The tongue, everything. All right, let's just make a left here, and now the rest of the episode is about uh, uh, about gas powered. Yep. Let's. Anyway, vibrate had nothing more, to, nothing to do with it. Now, more than a year later, I've begun to date again. I've met a woman with an open mind, and I'm thinking she might be interested in using the vibrator, but I'm not sure how no. or whether to suggest it. Is it creepy to offer a dead woman's vibrator to someone yes. else? Yeah. And if so, what else can I do with it? Sell it on Craigslist? It's an expensive piece of equipment. Barely used and should be employed and loved once again. All my wife's other major possessions found new homes. Then again, a vibrator's got a different vibe to it. Sell it, toss it, or share it. Uh, (laughs) So what do you think? Sell it, toss it, or share it, Grant? Someone (laughs) probably wants to use vibrator. Find them and sell it to them. Otherwise, what the hell is wrong with you? How is this a question on the internet? This guy knows of the internet. There's places to buy those. Uh, They'll, hey, you'll get double saying it's your dead wife's. Come this on. is the only time we don't have to elaborate beyond the actual answer from the website. Where, because I don't know what the fuck this thing is. Um, it costs 140 bucks, and she said, "So the Oral B whatever electric toothbrush costs 140 bucks. Would you force your new girlfriend to use that, or you just throw it away? Just throw <laughs> the thing away. My God, some things are like, yeah. Anyway, financial advice: your dead wife's uh, vibrator." Um, so let's go to some legal advice. Uh, what do you think? Free legal advice for, uh, not our expertise, but we can dabble, we can try. Can branch out. So this came from reddit.com. I don't know if you have any like preconceived notions about people who spend a lot of time on Reddit, but anyway, so, um, some legal advice we need. This person is in search of legal advice. So I had a garage sale this weekend. Saturday, I made three bucks. Slow day. Sunday, I was at my girlfriend's house all day because she is in an abusive situation and because I'm a large person. Her mom won't do anything to to her with me there. So I stayed there Saturday night. And upon waking Sunday, I learned my mom was running my garage sale. So she calls me an hour later, around 12 o'clock. 
She asks prices on stuff because someone is there, and I tell her to send pics of the stuff she wants, and I'll give a price. I also explicitly told her, multiple times, to take no less than what I asked. So she sends pics of items that added up to around $200. So I said, offer 95. If he says no, offer 88 final price. So I wait. Four minutes later, I got the dreaded text. He took, some of the, he took it all plus some more for 50 bucks. So I flipped my lid. I lost my mind. No holding back. I had explicitly told her, or yeah, told her to ask me for a price on everything. And instead she did whatever she wanted. And on top of that, the stuff she failed to put in the pick pushed the total price to $830. Like she sold my vape stuff that was worth $300. She sold all my guitar stuff. Hell, some of it wasn't even outside. She has been doing this kind of shit for my whole life and then playing the ignorance card. I demanded she pay me the money. I, or I demanded she pay me the money I lost and she refused. So now I am out $780 and I was going to buy my girlfriend a laptop and buy my reptiles some new decor with that. And now I have close to nothing. Is there any way for me to legally get the money she took from me? Legally? I really cannot accept this simple mistake. Uh, this oh is God. too far. So, should he sue his mom for running his garage sale? Garage sale. I went over to my girlfriend's house who's in an abusive relationship, and when I heard that my mom was selling garage sale stuff at garage sale prices, I flipped my lid in my <laughs> the girlfriend I'm supposed to be protecting. I lost my shit in front of her. I said sell it for a third of what it's worth, and then she sold it for like a quarter of what it's worth, and now I demand all of what it's I worth. I want full value yeah. for what I he was asking. He said that... It was worth like $830 and she sold it for $50. Um, but I mean... Okay, here's the thing. Like, I, I've had a garage sailor too and people will be like, 25 cents for this bag of jeans. Would you take 22 yeah. And it's like, I'm right. not trying to retire off of this. I want a couple bucks for sitting in the sun and keeping it nice. But if That's you yeah. look at... Then you're looking at those and going, if I bought those new, each of those is at least $60 and there's a bunch of jeans in there. So... That's six hundred dollars worth of old jeans that I've worn that through, and, you know, and they took. <sighs> I'm suing my mother for my garage. So uh, the garage I wasn't working. I just left my shit out on the street, yes. and <laughs> she was working for me. All right, uh, triumvirate, uh, Corey, sue your mom or no? Sue that bitch, Grant. Fucker, Matt. Uh, sue that bitch. Yeah, but <laughs> All right. I just wanted to quickly say though. We hadn't looked at this from her side. She saw a just a glimmer of light. Oh, like no I can. Shit. Oh my God! My adult no son shit. who still lives with me, who has an iguana. Yes. You know, who, my basement dwelling <laughs> yeah. son who keeps bringing a bunch of crap home. He, a I bunch told of him weird yeah. vape yeah. shit. And I can. You know, get she rid told of this? him he had to have a garage sale. Look, you got to get rid yeah. of this crap. And then he's like, "Fine, I'll do it." And then he's like, "Someone's like, oh, a vape, some special vaporizer thing." Okay, how? Uh, how much? $300. They went to a garage sale. And, and he, they're like, okay, man, I was expecting maybe 10 bucks. He's like, no, get out of here. So he's not taking anything for anything. That's true. He's like, I only made $3 because I was expecting full uh, full price for all the crap that I'm trying to sell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Good for um, the mom. But sue her because then I'm sure that well, it will work out well for her. her. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can. We can do that. So one last advice tonight, or this morning, or on your drive-in, or wherever the hell you are, little Captain Travis. We're gonna do some medical advice. Dish out some medical advice. 
Um, this was uncredited on the source. Excuse me, but like you could call this like an Ask Yahoo kind of thing where people just sort of write into a random place and people give. This was not to an advice column. This was to where I'm hoping in the comments someone will give me some advice. Okay, you guys ready? Last one. A bee flew down my throat while I was riding my motor scooter and it has hurt like hell to urinate ever since. Could this be an allergic reaction? Sue the bee. (laughs) (laughs) Sue your urethra. (laughs) That's where the problems are. Go straight to the source. This guy's covering up from getting an STD, and he's like, you know, yeah. pee, yeah. down my throat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. All of a sudden, that's I heard cl- the pee. You can do that. You can get a toilet to one seat shot. or a bee down the throat. Either one. See, tell Teresa that it's an allergic reaction, probably. Yeah. Maybe yeah. now she's allergic. You don't even have a motorcycle, Jim. This is a terrible lie. It, I'm allergic to mm. bees, and the doctor says now that since we have sex, you're probably also allergic to bees, so you're... <laughs> 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 okay, uh, that that seems to be some some sound advice. Uh, so there you have it, little Captain Travis. All the advice you can eat. Um, uh, stay tuned because to next week when we don't do this anymore. Because I think I'm probably done with this kind of an episode. I say keep them coming. Uh, we're this worked out swimmingly, and we've got more advice to give. Like uh, little Captain Travis. Do you know who has the key to the copy room? If so, email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, and if you want to see some photos of some really high-quality calculators before you buy the lot on eBay, uh, Corey will be posting those on Instagram. We are Free Legal Advice Podcast. And if you want to see... Uh, Grant always says if you want to see pictures of my sweet vape collection... Uh, you can find those uh, we're on Twitter at Free Legal Pod also if you know who's trying to kill me contact us on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> yeah and if you like the show move out of the country without telling anyone just <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it as a good sign yeah. it's a good solution Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 137. I read in the news the other day, uh, the USA Today. Hmm. America's paper. Uh, showed up on my neighbor's doorstep every day. I get it. Um, <laughs> they were talking about these videoed games. Mm. Apparently, hmm. Apparently, children these days are playing games entirely on video. Huh? Did, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Is this TikTok? <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> is, this, is, this, is this a TikTok? Is that what this is? Yeah, I want a video game for Christmas, Grandpa. Is that a TikTok? <laughs> is that one of those TikToks? <laughs> Am I dating this myself? Is this going to be around in a couple weeks? Anyways. <laughs> yeah. We can always port it to Periscope, Corey. Port it? Are kids porting it, Grant? I think kids... <laughs> Kids, as far as I know, they're porting it, they're starboarding it, they're doing all, they've got it, they're uh, roséing it even. You know what kids love? Nautical terms. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Followed by wine terms. So speaking of wine, uh, video games, apparently the chillin' have been playing uh, these video games. I figure we need to make one. And how hard can that be? Make a game out of videos. We have videos. We've played games. Mm-hmm. Just, just do it. That's, 
I think I think this is easy. I have all kinds of both things lying around. I got games lying around the house. I got mm-hmm. videos lying around the mm-hmm. house. Right. Let's see why I can't duct tape them together. And I like agreeing with Grant. So <laughs> yeah. How long exactly. would it take one person to build a video game? What five years max? <laughs> five? <laughs> Are you kidding me? That would be a dream. <laughs> Considering I started it ten years ago. Yeah. And re- redo it every few years. Yep. Yeah. You know. That's mm-hmm. what. That's the five year anniversary. Is delete your code. <laughs> It worked for Duke Nukem Forever. Okay, that's yep. all I'm going to say. Pong anyway. was built in a day. Uh, he started that it. project yes. in 1947, and it <laughs> came out in mm-hmm. 1982. The game at that point was just turning on and off one single vacuum tube. Right. <laughs> it was just, ooh, it's on. Oh, it's off. Ooh, yeah. it's on again. Still yeah. required six men to pump the bellows. <laughs> yes. Stout men. Stout men. Five stout men. Six men, five stout men. Anyway, I, know the I think we can get by uh, with... Probably two stout men to pump our bellows <laughs> at that massage place in the strip mall over there. But <laughs> oh, not anyway. Wait, what have you heard about my bellows? <laughs> Greatly exaggerated. <laughs> it takes two men to pump them. That's what I've at heard. At least two men. At least two men. Turn internet over.